Jack Scallions, would you join me for just a few moments from my heart to yours? We just bought our first house and moved our meager belongings to the Fraser community, a suburb of Memphis. We were still unpacking boxes when we decided to attend service at a Baptist church just one street over. After the service, a man approached us, inviting us to his home for lunch. Sitting around that table that Sunday morning started a journey, a journey that led to our salvation and ultimately to a life of Christian ministry. That man was Ed Reed. Ed and Mamie were simple folk, no theological training or great talent, but every Sunday they would prepare a bit more and invite a visiting family to their home for lunch. They simply did what they could. Larry and Evie Bentonhausen called me pastor for three decades. Larry had been a paratrooper in the Korean conflict and an engineer by vocation. Soon after joining our church, he noticed our fellowship hall needed to be cleaned. Each week for many years, he labored with mop in hand at the task. He did what he could. I have many times marveled to watch these unsung heroes enter a room and leave it better, hold an umbrella for worshipers on a rainy Sunday, use their car to pick up someone from a nursing home, trim a church lawn, or mow around a church sign. They would straighten up songbooks in their racks and take a turn in the church nursery, all without pay, unnoticed by most but never by the Savior, names too many to mention, and even if I could, they would not want me to. In the Bible, we read of major characters like Moses and Daniel or the Apostle Paul, and we marvel at their great accomplishment and their great contribution to God's work, but often overlook the myriad of unsung, unrecognized individuals who simply did what they could. A little slave girl who made her master aware that a prophet in Israel could cure his leprosy. Makir, the son of Amenel of Lodabar, who gave lodging to Mephibosheth and later provided food for exiled King David. Bezalel, who was filled with knowledge to work with precious metals and wood and stone to make the tabernacle in the wilderness a thing of beauty and purpose. A Shunammite woman who made the first prophet chamber a place of rest for the great prophet Elisha. These thoughts take me to a scene in Bethany. We see a woman and a broken alabaster box whose precious contents anointed the head of Jesus. A year's wages were poured out that day, causing someone to be critical of her selfless gesture. Jesus hushed her critics and said, Let her alone. She hath done what she could. The pure motive of her sacrifice was plain to the Master and has not gone unnoticed through the ages. Someone's listening to me today and thinking, well, what can I do for the cause of Christ? I'm not influential, talented, or wealthy. Be assured, every child of God has been endowed with Holy Spirit gifts and a sphere of influence in which to use them. Take a moment today. Think of someone in your circle who needs a bit of encouragement or practice being aware of opportunities as they arise throughout the course of each day as God wishes to use you in his grand scheme of things. The point is to be available and to be eager. Look on purpose and live on purpose outside of your own little world. A few of these God-arranged encounters will start your day thinking, others, Lord, yes, others. 
Let this my motto be, Lord, help me to live for others, that I may live like thee. Be amazed as God takes the smallest effort, multiplies it like the little boy's lunch. M.J. Parker walked to a street corner one day, tossing a new baseball in the air. Quickly, he was surrounded by a crowd of boys and girls. He promised that new baseball to the youngster who brought the most to that street corner next Sunday morning to be picked up for Sunday school. That next Sunday morning, he had to make repeated trips with his car. The Highland Park Baptist Church bus ministry was born that day. M.J. Parker did what he could. The fire stations in Memphis had a 30-minute shift overlap. One shift sat idly by while the new shift planned the day. A layman requested permission to present a Sunday school lesson during that half hour. The idea spread, and soon six fire halls were enjoying a Sunday school lesson. A Christian elementary school placed gospel tracts and notes of encouragement in helium-filled balloons and released them into the sky, receiving responses from miles and miles away. An unnamed man handed a junior boy a track on a ferry boat. He later read it and trusted Christ. This is a fraction of a fraction of the personal illustrations I have been privy to. I confess the list is enormous of those who never made front page, received a standing ovation, or got their names in the church bulletin. Yet they lifted someone's spirit, advanced the work of the ministry, and in many cases pointed someone to the Savior. I am certain that one day at the Bema seat their name will be called aloud and a reward will be theirs simply because they did what they could. This is Jack Scallions. I want to thank you for allowing me the opportunity today to share a few moments from my heart to yours.